I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, let's get into the games. Warriors defeat the Dragons 48-18, and what a win from the Warriors. They just look better and better each week. And Sean Johnson, as we spoke about, Adam Fanua Blake with Tenny Zalesniak, but it's also it's the guys around them doing all the little tough stuff. It's the Tohu Harris that never gets mentioned in the best 13 in the game. Yeah, and we're guilty of it too. We're guilty of it too. But, like... Their turnaround, it's its the stuff of bloody legend. There is no way, I swear to God, at the start of this year, before the preseason trials, when you saw the outs for the ins, I was like, there's no difference. Like, this is the same side as last year. The only difference is a coach. And I'd heard good things about Webster, but this good, this good, no way. I, co- I couldn't believe that he could turn around this much. Um, now, in the first preseason trial, I did say, fuck, there's something different about this Warriors side. There is something different. I think they've convinced everyone there's something different about this Warriors side. And what is just so exciting about the Warriors is they haven't even gone into the market aggressively yet. They went out and got a bunch of battlers, a bunch of battlers that arguably fringes. You know, their biggest buy was Dylan Walker. If I, is there anyone bigger than Dylan Walker? Not really. Chance. Chance was in reserve grade. Deal. Yeah. Like Dylan Walker, a bench player for Manly, who come fucking, what, 11th last year or some shit? Yeah. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable what they're doing. Uh, and the way they're doing it, they're, they're mixing that old, scary Warriors, like, where you're just like, fuck that, with, you know, grinding games out. Good completion, usually a bit low this week, but when they need to complete at high rates, they do. Um, getting to certain positions on fields, it's not just like hot potato footy. It is a mixture of old and new, and it is bloody exciting. Guru, what do you think of the Warriors? Yeah, well, I think the other layer to add to that, as you said, they didn't go into the market too aggressively and whatnot, but the thing is the Webster's doing such a good job. This isn't his team. This is the team he's been given. He's had nothing to do with the recruitment of the players he's got there, which, you know, maybe that says more or less about him. I don't know. But 
scary to think when he actually starts to be able to build the team with the exact guys that he wants. Like, where, where could the Warriors finish? Roger Tuovasa-Shek walks back in there. Yep. Like I, 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 sort of, I was talking on the potty this morning. I was like, geez, how exciting is it going to be when Roger comes in? I sat there and went, fuck that. How exciting is it this year? That's, yeah, like it's almost like... like I keep thinking to next year, next year, but like I'm not saying they're going to win a competition. God, they can give it a shake. What, what are they missing? Like, What's so bizarre? I agree with you. I'm in the same boat. Like, Roger's coming back next year. They're going so well. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, it's not like... It's not big news. Mm. Which is mental. Like, it is big news. It's Roger Tuovashik. I'm not disrespecting RTS at all. Like, I am f- unbelievable. But these guys, it's almost like you're, he's going to add something, but you're good without him. Like, that's how good these guys are going. Whereas uh, in yesteryear, he would almost be the, the saviour. He would be, oh, RTS is coming next year. He's going to turn everything around. No, like, oh, if, if, put it this way. If Roger Tuovashik wasn't coming next year, I would not be worried for the Warriors next year. I would still be like, they're going to be even better next year. Yeah, you sort of can be, you've, you've touched on these blokes already a little bit, but like when I think of, when I think of Craig Bellamy and, you know, the stellar coaching career that he's had, one of his biggest, biggest attributes, is, as we know, is his ability just to get fringes and turn them into, you know, grand final winning players. Now, obviously, Webster hasn't done that at the Warriors just yet. So he's what, just taken over the role. But the pin-up boys there are Dallin, Chance, Sean Johnson, and probably to a lesser degree, Adam Fanua Blake, who their careers were sort of petering out. They were getting to the twilight end of it, and you said, oh, do they have any legs left in them? And all of these blokes are arguably in career best form. Well, I mean, you could make the argument that Dallin, Sean Johnson, and Chance would struggle to get a contract. Like, they, at the, they did, yeah. Yeah, so like at the end of last year, if, if, if it came to a point where you heard... SJ go, oh, look, I'm just, I'm not getting any bites. Like, I'm getting minimum offers, but I'm not really, like, that's, and yet now come this year, you know, how many clubs could do with Sean Johnson? If, if I was running a club at the start of the year and I needed a halfback, I wouldn't have signed SJ. I'm yeah. happy to admit I wouldn't have signed him. <clears throat> yeah. It's, and, and it'll be, it'd be fair because he'd struggle with injury, he'd been in and out. And, and now I'm going, bloody hell, get him to me club ASAP. Two of like the biggest, biggest attributes that I always look for in a good halfback, like take out kicking and a few other things, but, Again, things we talk about, it's it's playing direct, like squaring up and playing deep into the line. And SJ at the moment, every single play is doing that. Both edges, but in particular the right edge with Dallin Tennis Lesniak. The passing and everything in that is so crisp. It starts with SJ and how deep he's going into line. Cody Walker-esque. They like... Like, they scored a, a try on the weekend when they had Murata Niakore off the field. They were 12 down, and they still stripped the Dragons and relatively comfortably because their ball movement is incredible. And shout out to SJ. That, like, that hasn't come naturally to him. That mm. wasn't his game when he was at his best previously, we've seen. So he has moulded his game <laughs> to not only suit the body that he's got now, but to suit the modern game as well, mm. to suit the team around him. It's incredible. And I think what he's done is he's, he's taken that, because we always knew he had good hand-eye coordination, good hand skills with the ball, like flick passes. Mm. We always knew that. He's taken that skill set and said, I'm going to apply it to the boring stuff in rugby league, the really boring stuff of just squaring blokes up, hitting out the back, hitting, hitting shape, hitting whatever I need to hit, and he's just nailing it. Um, That's what I think. Credit has to go to the coach. I think sometimes the biggest downfalls of coaches nowadays is that, they coach the team that they want to have, which is a Penrith. 
or a Melbourne or one of these yeah. sides. He's coached the team that he has mm. perfectly. Mm. He has coached each of them to their strengths. And I think the best example is Jackson Ford. I was about mm. to say, um, my next guy to talk about was Jackson Ford. Yeah. He's a guy that couldn't get a start at the Dragons. And I know it hurts to hear Dragons, but obviously currently sitting at the bottom of the table. Uh, now he's at the Warriors and he's, he's a mainstay. And you know what will annoy Dragons fans the most is that every single one of them, and anyone that's watched Jackson Ford could see this, yeah. but the Dragons just couldn't get it. Dragons um, recruitment and that over the last oh. few years has just been real. I mean, Reese Robson, uh, um, Garrick, Garrick, Saab, Cam uh, McGuinness, Jackson Ford. Like these are all guys that wanted to stay at the club. Um, anyway, Tyrone Wishart's another one too. Yeah, talk, talk about them being like a <clears throat> potential top four team this season, and there's no reason why they can't believe in doing that because the, the form warrants it. Three of the next four games. We're at home in New Zealand. There's a few toughish games there, but I get, I think it's Parramatta in round 19 when Parramatta should have a few Origin players out, whereas we, you know, near full strength. They then have the bye in round 22. They run home there in the back end of the season. They have the Titans, Tigers, Manly, Dragons and Dolphins. Like, bye into five super winnable games. <coughs> so there's no, re- no reason why they can't be a top four side come finals time. Yeah, they've still got Tomato Martin to come back. So there's a question for you. Yeah, could they be? Like it sounds like it sounds like Tamare, you know, will come back in and be the number six for them. But they'd been dominant with Luke Metcalf at six. What a problem to have for them. I think Martin will be the six, but oh. great. Like that's yeah. a great problem to have. Unreal. Yeah. A really, really, it's a tough call though. Because I, th- I just think Metcalf, he's still got a lot to go. Like mm. I still reckon we're not even getting close to what he'll become in first grade. And it's hard too because. Do you take Metcalf out of the side? Do you play him on the bench? Do you, uh, is it, can you can the Warriors afford to run with Walker and Metcalf on the bench? Are you giving no, away reckon, too much there? I reckon you're giving away too much there, yeah. I reckon. It's, it's hard, isn't it? And because because Walker is perfect, you know, he comes on and plays as a middle forward, but can cover every position that Metcalf covers. Mm. Every position, basically one to seven. Yeah. So, you know, Metcalf would be ideal there, but you don't even need him, do you? Yeah, yeah. Warriors, unbelievable. It's just crazy how, how well... He is like a sign of a good coach is when you've got players that are genuinely playing to the best of their ability and arguably career best form. It is mm. unbelievable. Um, and and the, the positive as well is that think about all of the young 16-year-old Kiwis at the moment in New Zealand that are looking at this going, oh, you know, maybe I stay in New Zealand. Maybe I don't get poached by X club in Australia because, you know, when you look across the NRL and you look at some of our, well, a lot of our best players, they're Kiwis. Mm. If they could manage to like stay in New Zealand, fucking hell. That's the other thing as well. Like you have every four years, in, you know, you obviously have the Rugby Union World Cup, which is just so important to the All Blacks. And it's such a carrot to be dangling that, you know, I was talking to someone once from the Warriors and they said that, you know, that World Cup comes up every four years. So that's starting to impact young kids' decisions three years out. So mm. if the Warriors have two to three years where they're just off the radar and they're not appealing, they feel that for the next six years. Yeah. It's hard for them to recover from that. So to see them turn around the way they have, it's tremendous. Oh, yeah, I love watching them play. And as I said, like, what I, the, the best thing about it is it's not, it's, not, it's not risky football that just happens to be paying off for them. And you're like, oh, they just got this hot hand right now. Because then you go, oh, eventually that hot hand goes. Eventually the hot hand goes. It is just genuine. It's got enough flair in it. It's got enough risk in it. 
but at the same time, it's a good base that just can win footy matches at like across the season. All, all ve- sorry, Gary. No, you go. So okay. all, all very calculated. Is like okay. you talk about how crisp their the backline movements are. They're pretty simple. Just block lead runners, lead runners, lead runners. Play out back, out back. It's not reinventing the wheel. Mm. It's it's all pretty high percentage footy. They're just doing it perfectly. And they're also not just going all in on what we loved about Warriors footy in the early 2000s, yeah. as you said, throwing the ball around. Like, it, it calculated is the perfect word for it's it. so good. But they still don't feel like you're watching Melbourne. Yeah, It still exactly. has a Warriors brand to it. Exactly. It's a, it's a good point. They found that middle point of, like, they're not trying to emulate Penrith. They're not trying to emulate 2002 Warriors or, you know, one or whatever it was. Um, this is an amalgamation of what the squad is is best at. And I'll tell you, like, I know it's a small thing, but, mate, compared to other clubs that you look at and whatnot, how happy do their players look mm. all the time? Yeah. I know social media and everything, you, you see what you want to see, but, mate, like, they ju- it just looks like such a positive place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Webster, I mean, I, I, he only needs probably four more games like this. It's lock for rookie coach of the year. Lock. Oh, yeah. Shit in. Yeah. Like, I mean, he might even get it. He'll be top three or four for coach of the year too, I think. It's like seriously unbelievable what he's doing. And it's just, uh, yeah, incredible stuff. And imagine, it, like, let's say they go, let's say they make top four this year and they get to... Imagine if they have a home final, home yeah. semi-final oh. over there. Craziness. Let's say they make top four and by some, you know, they make a prelim. Let's just say a prelim. Or even second week of the finals. Um, imagine the weight going into the market with that. Like, they've been going into the market with no weight. Like, with literally, please come to the Warriors. Like, we'll give you overs to come. They'll be going into the market going, do you want to be part of something great? Which is just so much so much more exciting for the Warriors. Yeah, and I think, like, during that COVID period, they, they made a number of very big signings. And I was so worried they'd come out of COVID and all those guys would go, we're going home now. Mm. And they've just managed to keep them all, essentially. Yep. And they look so happy to play there. Fuck, imagine if you had to go into a sudden death semi and go to Mount Smart. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> imagine the crowd and... Oh, it'd be terrifying. I wonder when the last time a, a, a final was held in at Mount Smart. Because I don't think they eight? had one in the early 2000s. Did they... Maybe eight? Well, they've got... Their, so they, they knocked off Melbourne... 8th v1 back in the old final Is that in system. Melbourne though? That, that was, that, that Melbourne, was yeah. but I was going yeah. to say, did the next week, did they get a home one? From yeah, there? that'd be I interesting. I'm not sure if they would have in 8th place because they would have played the higher place loser, which means they would have got they the home got final. They would have got it pro- probably. Because that they, they definitely, like all their prelim finals in the early 2000s were all over here. When they That's a the rough finals game. That is a rough yeah. finals game. Like going over there, whole country. Uh, is there a chance they haven't? No, no, no. So 2008... The semi final against the Roosters was at Mount Smart Stadium. They won thirty to thirteen. Okay. Was that was oh eight yeah. the year they beat the Storm? Yeah, from so eighth? they beat the Storm from eighth and then got the home final next. And week. then they got a home final the week mm. after. Yeah, because the system they towed the Roosters up. Wow. Yeah, thirty to thirteen. Yeah, cool. yeah. Then they lost the prelim to Manly, and then the big sign with them and <laughs> been shit since. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't going to bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Warriors, exciting. So exciting. The club looks like it's in a good spot. Everyone looks happy. Young coach. It is just such an exciting year for the Warriors. On to the Dragons. Look, I hate to say it, but it's honestly almost the opposite. Yep. Everything we just said about the Warriors, you go to the opposite of like recruitment, 
decisions, happiness, you know, everything is off at the Dragons. It is absolutely disastrous at the moment. You've got your heart and soul player. He wants out. You know, people not showing up to things, people showing up to things, mixed messaging. Like, the whole place right now needs a complete overhaul, a complete overhaul. Uh Looks like a really, really unhappy, divided place, and you can see it by the way they played. They just, they just were never in it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, I'm not too sure what to say about the Dragons. There's, there's talent there, but you're right, mate. It just looks like a bad environment there at the moment. Uh, Benny Hunt doesn't want to be there. There, there. there are a couple of shining lights there that, I, like, I, I think the nine looks unreal. Jacob Little. Little. I. But I was, I was a bit – I don't understand why you would take Little <coughs> off in the 57th minute and move Bud Sullivan to hooker to put a moan on the foot. Like, I, I just think if you're not going to pick Tartal Moan in the halves, I wouldn't have him in the side. Mm. That doesn't quite make sense to me. Dragons fans have complained for years about Bud Sullivan, and we've spoken about it for ages here, being wasted as a nine. It looks like he's going to be your halfback next year if you can't work all this out. And he jumps into hooker for the back end of the so weird. game. So You've got Mosin by in the squad. Pick him. You've Like, I – well, but it's like even even little showing so much promise is actually bad because it's taken them this long to give him game time. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they were playing Moses Embai, not a nine, also at the end of his career oh. over little genuine nine. You go back before his time at the Tigers, Guru, you can speak on it. He was a fucking gun coming out of school. He was going to be the guy. Like, he was an absolute weapon, Little. And then injuries, everything went wrong for him. But right now he looks to be in a real sweet spot, and I'm shocked they're not just putting him out there for 80 minutes. I personally can handle it. It's just because he's injury-free. Every time in his career that he's strung games together, you start going, all right, here it is, we're seeing his potential, blokes a gun, gets injured. But when I watched New South Wales Cup, like, really closely back when I worked there, he was... The best player in the comp pretty much the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, what's mental is like, we could call this uh, from a mile away. Like, he's had, what, six, let's say six full games where he's actually been given a shot and he's killing it. It's just how you could go get this guy to the club and then not play him. Mm. It is, it is a, a, a perfect example of where this club is at. A perfect example. And then even, yeah, to take him off 57th minute, like, rah. Just get him to play 80. Yeah, so the little situation, bizarre. Uh, Jack DeBellin worked his ass off in his 200th game. Um, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to say about the Dragons. It's just a disaster. Yeah, and for me, when I was watching this game the other night, I thought the frustrations around the club were personified with Jack Bird's three to four errors. Mm. Just doing his best, but just coming up with absolute duck eggs in this game. You could see the frustration on the face of Jack Bird. Um yeah, tough spot to be, and I. <sighs> I think it's a like just a really good example of, if okay, yeah, the roster isn't the best roster on paper, but winning happens in the front office, and I'm sorry, this has not been a well-run club for a while now. Mm. So how can you expect these players? Now I'm not I'm not absolving the players of responsibility. They went out and played poorly, but in any work environment, if you're being honest with yourself, all our listeners. When you are happy in a good working environment, you perform better. It is that simple. The environment at the Dragons right now is shocking. Like, and it's been shocking for... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How long now? Like, it's just issue after issue after issue. As I said, they need a complete... Uh, I'm not sure about overhaul because I don't know if people have come in that are new... But they need a complete. They need a re. They need a review from an external party, not internal review, an external third party review across the board. The whole thing. Everyone needs to be reviewed, and they need to find out why the club is currently not even in the position that they're in in regards to ladder. Why is it so unhappy place? Why are so many things going wrong? Any business you would get an external review. Internal reviews, in my opinion. They're not worth it because it's an internal review. You're, getting, you're reviewing yourself. You've got to get someone else in to go, what is going on here? I think they did it a few years ago. Didn't they get Gus to try and review them? so, yeah. Um, I'd be getting Guru in. Get Guru in. Send him into Dragon to HQ, <laughs> notepad and pen. Just go through and just question everything. Yep. Deliver the results and the results will come off They'll the back come. of it. Little will be playing 80 minutes for my Super Show <laughs> side very quickly. Trust me on that. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, can't abs- I'm not absolving the players of responsibility, but I am also saying they are not being given the best environment to be the best they can be. I uh, remember at the Broncos used to have this sign before we ran out to the training field, and it basically said, we will provide you with everything. All you need to bring is a good attitude. And that's the mindset that clubs should be coming with, is that you guys rock up, everything is taken care of. The one thing we ask from you is to rip and tear for each other. That's it. And at the moment, it just doesn't really seem like that at the at the at the Dragons. Anything else on the Dragons, boys? No, Talk no, about bringing the mood is, down. Jesus Christ! Yep. Went from a bloody high, and you now I feel like I've been bees for three days. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.